Acantis Publishing presents fresh customer service. Treat the employee as number one and the customer as number two, and you will get customers for life. By Michael D. Brown, MBA, read by the author, forward by Keith E. Ayers. The Forward by Keith E. Ayers. We have all experienced bad service in restaurants, hotels, airplanes, and retail stores, where the staff do little to disguise their apathy toward us, the customer. Even in places where you would think you might get a few kind words and empathy when you're sick or injured, like the hospital emergency room, physicians and hospital staff seem too busy and distracted to care about our problems. And yet you would be hard-pressed to find a business leader or physician who would argue that they don't want their staff to provide great service. Leaders don't intentionally set out to create policies and procedures that will upset their customers enough that they will leave or go to a competitor. Unfortunately, too many leaders think the solution to improving customer service is to invest in technology. So, we have more sophisticated phone answering systems which make it more difficult and in some cases impossible to talk with a live person. Michael D. Brown has hit the nail on the head with his hook. The employee is number one, not the customer. The customer is number two. Herb Keller, former CEO and founder of Southwest Airlines, established the same principle as a foundation of the organization's culture. He knew that if the company took good care of its employees, the employees would take good care of the customers. Satisfied customers not only come back, they bring their friends and family with them. Herb understood that Southwest's customers would never be treated better than their employees. The Gallup organization research reinforces this point with a strong correlation between employee engagement and customer engagement. Highly engaged employees create highly engaged loyal customers. Michael came to the same conclusion that the employee is number one as a result of his own life experience. His stories about his early years as a frontline employee and the lessons he learned from his customers, co-workers, and managers make this book easy and fun to read, but it also packs a powerful punch. The principles in fresh customer service needs to be applied by your frontline employees, but they won't want to and won't be able to unless you read and apply the principles first, treating employees as number one, truly valuing and respecting them must start from the top of the organization and must be applied by every manager and supervisor if you really want to provide world-class service. The reason so few organizations successfully do this is that they don't have a system in place for assuring that all employees are trusted and treated with respect. What Michael provides you in this book is a foundational system to put in place to guarantee your employees give world-class customer service every time. It's more like an operating system than a program. Microsoft Word and PowerPoint don't work at all without the Microsoft Windows operating systems. Your customer relations management program won't work at improving customer service unless you have the people operating system in place. That is what Fresh Customer Service is, a customer service operating system that provides the systems and foundational knowledge and skills employees need to provide world-class customer service every time. 
And very few people would disagree with me that world-class customer service is lacking in many organizations today. When I first started out as a consultant 30 years ago in my home country of Australia, I used to travel to the United States at least once a year to attend conferences and learn from the best in my field. I remember thinking how great the service was here in the U.S. compared to Australia at that time, and it was good, certainly better than it is today. The standard seems to have slipped significantly. As an international consultant, I've worked with hundreds of companies and thousands of leaders, and I don't remember many who don't want to trust their employees to be more accountable. At the same time, most leaders fear letting go of control. They believe that some employees would take advantage of the system. Michael's systems, in particular, Make It Right Power and What If Arsenal, provide leaders with practical tools that they can use to trust frontline employees to solve customer